Okay, without using your name, your job, or your age, who are you? Mm, a musician. Damn, that was okay. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was. I was better good. than I was expecting. I thought you were gonna be like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> a dude with a guitar. Yeah. yeah well, that dude. Oh man. Like a musician. Lame. This is like the like one of the coolest things a guest has ever done. By the way, I don't know if you know this that. and tech deck. This tech deck mm. and a cake that we got. Yeah. Some of our, oh that bread and the bread. Shout out, and we received bread one time. Oh, I gotta come visit more. <laughs> you do, we get yeah. shit all the time. It's awesome. <laughs> What you gonna play for us? What do you got? <laughs> well, my name is Daniel Brenner. Hello, Dan. Yeah. Out there, but we're gonna have a little bit of fun. I want to share a couple singles I've been working on. We're in standard tuning. It's my uh, seventy-eight Yamakai. You lost me. How about? Can you just pull that? Can you just pull that mic yeah, a little closer? Get a little bit closer. Test, test. You can move that whole arm. Yeah. There you go. One eternity later. These wires are expensive, <laughs> and we are poor. <laughs> so yeah, I'd like to share a couple of. This one's called Hot Mama in the QG. Damn. I said she looked at me once, said she looked at me twice, said she came that sound in my mind. Let you go. Look at Hot Mama like a boy. I said it's gonna be not long, just like how you do. I said it hit to left, I said it hit to right, I said she fucked up the line in my mind. Let you go. Look at Hot Mama rock and roll. Fucking sick. Not how I thought we were going to start it, but that was badass. This is the coolest way we've ever opened a show. This is the greatest Now, way. I do have to ask, is this like some kind of long-term plan to sue us for copyright? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get you on record saying you're not going to sue us? I won't do anything. Can you say it into the mic? <laughs> I will not sue you. All right. It'll hold up in court. You got a good thing. Got a good thing that was going. fucking that sick, was man. So do you write, you write all your own yes. shit? I start off with the guitar usually, and then I, I sometimes record it on my phone. 
And when I go back in my car, start driving around, I think about it, and it's like, hmm, you know what? That is actually worth going into. You can and put some like, fucking yeah, words to that. It's like there's a maybe like a swing. I was changing up, you know, like usually I do, uh, like with the blues, you can actually have like a story to tell between the guitar changing different chords. Like I was using a. And then I was. God, that's uh, fucking cool, man. That rhythm. Yeah, two different mm. characters changing on there. And um, that's what keeps me awake. And it also makes me teach myself to get better, I guess. So that's it's pretty good, man. Thank you. Uh, you. So are you trying to say like you're self-taught for this? <laughs> majority of it, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Well, I watch a lot of people, though, too. Eh? Like, I, I listen. You're a fan. Yeah, you're a fan first. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Guess sit there. Listen. Okay. I understand what you're talking about now. It's like, yeah. It's kind of crazy, yeah. man. I'm not talented in any uh, imagination of the word. <laughs> so when someone comes in just rocking, it was like, what the fuck? This is awesome. It's, I, sa- it's Saturday. We're starting with a nice song. Yeah, dude. I'd like, like I was more competition, so. I've, no, I'm not good at those. The first time I went and watched him at the Fog, man, that was, we were talking about it out there. That was the shit. That's what made me. I was like, I gotta have this guy on. I wanted to talk. That. So I you just you just saw this guy on stage and you're like, get him on the pod. Swear to, swear to God, I, went, I thought you knew this dude. No, no, That's no. sick. No. <laughs> this is our first time actually meeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good to meet you, man. <laughs> it was <laughs> no, it was like yes, the fir- first time I went there. It was for remember when Jared Parker and Blood Wolf Moon were having their thing. He yes, opened. Jared, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. You know Jared? Yep. yep. And he, guy. so he opened for them. And I remember I couldn't stay there long, so I got there. Him, the fam, the fam, the, the fam, fam jam, ba- jam band. <laughs> they they're all on there. Yep. And I remember they were just having the time of their life, dude. Like all yeah. blues, like they, like rock blues, like they yeah. did. They oh my god! Yeah. You told me about that. <laughs> yeah, bro. And I and I remember I before I left, I asked Devin Emiot, like I was like, who is this guy? And he who's told me Daniel guy? Richard Brenner. I searched him up on Instagram, found him, and I was like, this is gonna be it. Good, man. Yeah. Yep. Good Fuck, thing, man. Going. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's been a big adventure. Um, I've been changing a lot of my songs with a lot of people exchanging how they should go. And uh, see how much better they can actually be. Uh, so you're taking uh, feedback from the group. Yeah, actually, really good people I'm hanging out with. Um, and they've been around too, eh? like around the yeah. world, and it's just like, hey man, that, that's pretty good. It's like, <laughs> it's like, that's that, a good that, feeling, ain't like, it? That reminds you of something like that. And, I'm, and they just maybe it could be a bass player, and he'll just boom, he's already in a pocket, and it's like, hey, you want to play a gig uh, next week? And he'd be like. That same one, I'll be like, yeah, in the key of G, and it'll be like the Hot Mama song. And, and that, boom, there's in it. Drummer will be there. He'd be like, hey, I heard you play that last week. Can I hop on? You gonna play that tonight? And then boom, there, there's a song. It would sound like we already been playing for like ten years. That's you, so. These are just motherfuckers, yeah, yeah, just true people, just out, out there, and they're like, that's yeah. pretty good. You want me to? I'll hop on, on that. But that. that. yeah, that's gonna make yeah. you feel unreal. That's gonna make you feel that can't. That's gonna yeah, be something yeah, else, something man. Thing. That, a lot of people don't like share that. Abracadabra kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, a lot of people yeah. don't share that, though. You know what yeah. I mean? The fact that someone could come to you and be like, yo, I heard you play yeah. this last week. Let let me hop on. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Buddy, I got some done, crazy riffs done. to put on there. Ready. It's like, I'll, yeah, play that back. Yeah. Because <laughs> that means they were time. thinking about that all yeah. week. Yeah, every single week I go uh, at the Fog Lounge, actually. I go there, and every other week I have a different band just ready to hang out with me. And yeah. that shows how much talent there is in this town. Like, it's yeah. just, we're moving forward. 
and I'd like to see a lot of these people uh, do one song with me, and it's it's happening slowly. I'm asking everybody uh, that I like to hang out with, and it, it takes a lot of time, but you know, over the time uh, with the band going on, it's showing promotion of myself of uh, growth from the last couple of years from hanging out the fog. When did when did you start all this? Uh, I've been playing when I was. Well, I'm 28 now. I was playing keyboard when I was four. Moved on to the strings about nine, and then I started watching like electric guitar uh, videos of Johnny Winter, Jimi Hendrix, BB uh, King, Stevie Ray Vaughan, mm-hmm. uh, the Cool Cats. And I was just like, that's all I need to know. Tile like, this episode. Yeah. The cool cat. <laughs> yeah. Rock and roll is like adult music. <laughs> that's what I got. Hell do. yeah. I was like only like 10 years old. And, you know, you hear like Robert Plant like screaming from Led Zeppelin just on the top of his lungs. And you're like, that's what the adults are listening to. Do. Just like, whoa. It's like <laughs> right in your ear. Just like anything that comes forward with rock and roll just sets me off into ready to go <laughs> just, just boom there you go do you have like a do you have like something before shows like is there something that you listen to like do you have a playlist of your own where you're like i need to get in the fucking yeah i need to get in that headspace yeah sometimes it's uh britney spears you know yeah like, man like good man opposite way like, <laughs> like, oh <laughs> are you like a like is it like a vibe thing for you like certain vibes for music like, obviously yeah. you're a blues fan no doubt because that's mostly your music that you make sometimes i walk into places and before I, I'll go to places I never played before, and I'll just be like, "Okay, this is a place I'd like to play on." And then I'll think of like songs. I'll watch the people like how they react to like how they want to jump up and stand, and when is the time to uh, show your solos or when to uh, just be humble. It's like, oh, this this is a place for acoustic. Like, you don't want to just, yeah. like, rip it up with electric all the way. Yeah. I had that time where I was like, oh, wrong venue. But, like, <laughs> like, you got up there and it. you're like, maybe yeah. this retirement <laughs> home isn't into head. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, he, just still move on. And you, you learn from that. Right. It's okay. It's okay. So I'd like to uh, go through those a couple more times to understand what is wrong at least you know i don't know hey man you, you, know, you gotta read the room the back of the head right? yeah. <laughs> but uh the fog has uh, really taught me like uh different areas of where i can hang out with certain people it's like oh this is too too much uh this is where i should be hitting um one happy song one sad song like that's telling a story about my life mm-hmm. in a blues way and it doesn't really sound sad but it's like, yeah, that's rocking. But it's like, it's telling a sad song. If you listen to it, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, that's deep. Like, wait a second. So, what was that last part? <laughs> like, and uh, then it's like, then you do a little switch. You do a dance move to finish it off for those three songs. And you just walk away. Because I had a time where I felt in my soul where I played like a happy song, happy song, and I played a sad song. And I walked away with that. And I was like, ooh. I left the crowd sad. I don't know if that's the mood I should have left the room with. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just put an advice out there. (laughs) And then you're like, well, we can't end like that. That's not, that's not a way. I'm going to come back up for one more. (laughs) So it's been, it's yeah, it's been a very, uh, a journey. eh? It's been a little battlefield for me to just see where I have to put my feet at. 
Uh, Dominion House, really good place too. Mm-hmm. Um, you go there, they got a full band all ready to go. Do yeah. they? Yeah, it's like, oh, at Dominion yeah, House? Dominion House. Dude, they that usually, stage yeah. doesn't look like it can hold yeah. up a full oh, band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I, I had four people play Call Me the Breeze with me. Oh, on the guitar, like all four sick. guitars playing. I was like, okay, hey, there's four solos going on. One bass player hanging out <laughs> in the back corner and then a drum just going off. And it's just like, okay, boys, round it up. Four solos. And it's like, that just happens. It's that must have like, been yeah, sick. Seriously, it's like, that's how Leonard Skinner would have done it. Yeah. And it's like, dude. And they even told me, they're like, I know what you're doing. Straight blues here. It's like, every time I kept going there, it's like, they were doing like alternative rock and like, it was good. And uh, I would just always be that blues guy. And I would call out other people. I'd start seeing people be like, hey, that guy plays blues. And I want to go up there while he's up there. And then next thing, other people were joining. And it just showed, like, the different versatility. Is there a big blues musician? Dude, Now they're starting to come back out. It's like, um, it's like calling out. The blues. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's just up the dead. <laughs> Windsor blues music scene just seem really. I don't know, man. Yeah, the yeah, more I keep going, the more yeah. I keep going out, the more I'm seeing like. You're right about the fog. Jazz is all there, and jazz is, jazz there. is there. Like jazz we got jazz bands. Dude, the fog yeah. is doing a lot. Yeah. Like they the don't they have like a they have Good a job, week Tom. like every yeah. week right they have something for like people just to come in and sing like. I thought it was something like that. And we haven't gone. Yeah, it's open, like every you Wednesday, and I. It's like every Wednesday, mic, right? Yeah. Open mic. Monday. Jake and I could sing. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Go Mondays. Yeah. It's Mondays. If you're a newcomer, you you can get your name up there, and boom, you'll be right up there first. You should go first. <laughs> I should yeah. go first. Get the confidence rate out there. And <laughs> yeah. Over and hit it. Hit them with it. You'll hard. Never have to figure that out again. Yeah. <laughs> if you blank out, I'll be right there. It's oh okay. wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daniel fucking it's supporting okay. me the entire time I'm there. As I'm, <laughs> as, as I'm bombing, <laughs> I just start doing stand up. Like, not even CPR. Not even Chase CPR. Do you know CPR? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right, so my song didn't work out. I wrote some stand up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, boy. oh shit. Uh, also, um, I like to go to town, though. I like to dip my feet in other waters. Where have you performed so, at? Peterborough, Peterborough, Ontario is a good place. A garnet. Never heard anyone say that about Peterborough. Yeah, it's all it's straight southern man. They love it. Yeah, it's just like, just the crowd like, goes wild. And I'm watching these guys play up right things just booming. Um, so I dropped a couple songs down there too, and and actually so far I've been going back there just to meet more friends and they were remembering me. And Troublecock Studios is a southern rock uh, studio. And David Joyce, he uh, he owns that place, and he's actually had me go in there for a couple times to just be myself. You know, you gotta gotta get something off your head. Go ahead, start. It's already recording, and and he's just leaving stuff there, and he's getting a couple people together. So I'm exchanging songs from out of town and putting <laughs> from Windsor into Peterborough, five hours out of town, going to London, meeting friends there, uh, Pete's Pad, uh, that's a blues bar too. I walked in there. I talked to like five of the blues and uh, musicians. They're like, "You play the blues?" I said, "Yeah, I want to do the song called Hot Mama." And I said, "It's got those breaks in the stop." And I told every single one of them, and they already knew it. Like I was saying, yeah. And they're like, "Good job, kid." Like, yeah, you can play another one if you want to. I was like, "Cold Shot, Stevie Ray Vaughan." They're like, "We know that one already, but if you can play it, play it." And I'm like, "Okay." And then, what key? 
a flat just do whatever you gotta do or yeah and they'll tell you to start it off so they'll hear you and then they'll hop round, on yeah they'll round it on four yeah it's great just like that's gotta wow. be so cool wow. <laughs> when so did cool. when did you do start the fam jam band then how did you guys get into that what is that so like, his band his current band now so my cousin joseph Bersford, uh Bersford, joseph Bersford, uh ryan thompson and my uh, buddy Dylan James, he was playing the drums. We were all chilling, and I'm just like, why won't we just, me and my cousin Joe, we were just like, let's just call us the Fam Jam and just try to pick up other musicians on the way. Well, Ryan was already chilling there, and we had uh, we had a chance to play at the Fog on open mics, and we were like, we got three songs, about 15 minutes. Let's just make it short, sweet, fast, and let's make them dance. Let's get them out off the chairs and and we were just like okay that worked let's do it again but now we gotta come up with three different songs and and next thing i i started actually building another list on my own and it's just like okay i'm already going this way and i just felt so confident just to say like it was just my family just uh, like these are my friends Mm -hmm. like it's just like stop about the names of making a whatever you're gonna name the band just just a fam, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, fam uh, jam. Easy, easy. Yeah, the fam jamming, jam. Jamming. And I, I'm sure it's already been used, but you know, uh, over in this town, it, I think it represents you guys well. That's what we're doing. Yeah, so. yeah. And um, myself though too, when I hang out, it's just the Daniel Brenner band, and I just go off of that just to just to promote myself, because um, I do have a lot of things that I didn't get a chance to do by myself so when i do go out i do uh the open mic at villains for acoustic night and i get a good chance to play like 20 minutes half yeah. an hour and that gives me a t- like a lot of time to breathe and it's just that's it too. that's like a release like, for that you it is man. yeah it feels so good to just when do they like do that myself. uh so uh this is gonna be the third time fourth time coming up next month i think on uh, the fourth day the month um so maybe like three four months now um, they do about that three four month villains yeah, just once 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 a month once a month yeah so yeah wait for that moment yeah you just go for it but do you, you get a lot of time you got <laughs> yeah, a lot of time yeah, yeah. i don't even think about it i just like oh it's oh it's coming out it's tonight and you just grab your guitar and That's get it. there it's like i'll think about it when i get there it's wow like, and just have a conversation with the crowd like and you uh, describe what the songs are about or how they came up to you. And, and I try not to talk too much. I, I barely talk like when I play the guitar. I, right. just, I just do what I got to do, sing, play the guitar. And uh, let's get the show on the road. Right. <laughs> to the point. <laughs> if this is my name. This is my song. <laughs> you, have, you have like such a passion for it, though. You know what I mean? Like you have like such a want to do it. Like you're like itching to get out oh, there. Oh, it's do or die for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's blues too. I die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when like um, when like was the first time you you knew that you wanted to like do this and perform for people? When the songs were scaring me, they're getting a lot better. I was like, oh my god. Wait a Did second. What do you mean? Do I, is that even me? Like, <laughs> it's like I started naming off like all my songs I was making and like. Uh, my uncle was like, oh, great. You make songs about sex. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like hot mama. It's yeah. like uh, m- uh, money maker. It's yeah. like, and it's just like, no, it's like that makes the crowd go. And it's like, I, I know it's like, but 
and then I start second guessing myself and it's like, no, don't second guess yourself. Just go for it. And that's what like record yourself, show, show yourself what you're actually doing. And if right. you see the progress of what you're doing in your, in your hobbies, then take action and just go for it. Put it in the second drive and go for it. Yeah. It's just for, just for anything, actually telling yourself for a lot of things. So. Right. It's a big thing in life. Uh, just fucking go for it. Follow your shit. Follow your shit. Follow your shit, baby. Just keep on rocking. Actually, it sounds really good. <laughs> Can I rip up another one? Yeah, rip Fuck up it, a, man. Fucking rip up another one, dog. <laughs> this one's called It's Been a While.
Yes, sir. <laughs> Are you legally required to end that with yeehaw? Or <laughs> <laughs> that that a similar vibe to I can't put my fucking finger on the title of the song, but it sounds so familiar. Fuck. Really good though. Really good. That was sweet. <laughs> yeah, bro. Where do you think the uh, where do you think your songwriting comes from? Like why like why you enjoy doing it and what do you think the creativity comes from? I feel like <clears throat> songs are like friends. Yeah. It's like, you know, you sit there and you hit them, you just hit play and it starts telling you a story. I've heard I've heard artists say like uh because you said you start with the guitar. So you got the melody, you like the rhythm down. And then the words kind of fill themselves in as you go. Is that yes, true? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. Bread, butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lunch meat. Slap it down. So you think it, you feel it comes easy for you, the lyrics at Come least? Come back, put another piece of bread. That'd be the hook. Right. <laughs> so there you go. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, that reminds me. <laughs> but um, that's exactly how I feel like when I write my stuff. And it's become a pattern. And I feel like if there's something there, and you got to pull out the cell phone again, just start recording. I got a bunch of stuff like that I don't even, that I don't even touch. It's just there. And you're I like, don't even know what to do with it. You're like, for now, that yeah. is as far as you will go. <laughs> Too much, yeah. It, it drives me nuts, though, sometimes. And, and that's when you actually have to step back and, you know, you space out a little bit. And I think majority of my songs... <clears throat> come from not playing the guitar like actually like walking away doing the norm yeah. just living your day and it's like boom whoa what was that and it's like i started playing the guitar and it's already writing itself actually wow yeah it's like i'm already like i was saying like i started teaching myself like i, I took lessons when i was younger uh, to come see music and from there it was i was already playing stuff where the teacher he was like you made that a i was like yeah i made that and he's like it's good like i was like what else can i do with this so like i'm trying to understand he was just like he was letting me be me yeah he's like seeing how curious i would be on my own right he's like you don't need me anymore like you're good like <laughs> but it's interesting for him to notice that like that he's like this kid can do it yeah, himself like yeah. he just need the maybe you need the initial stepping blocks to like help you right yeah, yeah. yeah. I was talking and nobody, I couldn't get the, the questions back to me, the receiver. You know? Yeah. It's like, I'd be like, um, so can you play my song and then play a solo over it? And then he'd be like, yeah. And then he'd start just noodling whatever. Just yeah. Going. And then I'd listen to that and I'd watch him just like I would watch anybody else on TV. And right. Just from there. And I'd be like, oh, you can be like, you can do it that way too. Shit. Is there someone like an artist that you looked at and you were like, I want to almost mimic the way they do it? Like, do you have a one specific one that you ever looked at growing up? I, uh, yeah, Johnny Johnny Winter, um, fast, clean. You play like any kind of speed, and just like very like rememberable. You just be like, oh, that's Johnny Winter. You can hear that. It's like, is that Edgar Winter's brother? Like, um. Or Stevie Ray Vaughan, just that bright, uh, just that. That's the vibe I got when you first started playing. Yeah, driven, um, just like. (laughs) 
just having fun, just doing a bunch of blues. And if I had electric guitar, it's more uh, driven. Like mm. I have a different attitude between like what I'm playing or trying to mimic from where I'm uh, trying to hear in my head to the guitar. Right. It's mm. like either I have a distortion pedal on a light touch, not too much, and a chorus pedal just uh, waving so it sounds like a wave, just like a phaser. Right. And um, I keep track and time with that as it goes, and I can change the timing too. Um, you play around. You kind of fuck around yeah, with it. It's yeah. It's not too much, though. It's like in your face, it's like just filtering out the bottom layer. Right. And it's not overtaking my real true sound of myself, what, what I'm trying to be. It's yeah. just there for you. Yeah, not too much makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. not too no, much. Just get, just get it going. Um, but I've been noodling around with like a lot of gear, so. My head's been all over with different tunes, writing uh, with different companies like Fenders, um, Ibanez, Epiphone, <clears throat> uh, and like not even going for like the most expensive gear. So just like just trying to make a budget. Yeah. And um, I've done so much work that now I'm just trying to be like a, a sound gear head, just trying to hit that sound more. <laughs> yeah. Than trying to actually, yeah. And as I go and do normal things and I catch myself into a tune and it's like, oh, okay, that was worth it. Like, um, and then I have the gear in front of me already ready to go for that song. It's like, now I have the gear. Now I know what to do to, sound <laughs> to make myself sound better yeah. on my end. Have you ever like just been like just vibing out somewhere and you start a tune and you're like, this is killer. I need to record this. And then like rushed home and like got home and was like, fuck. Yes. Yeah, what was man. that? Yes. That's oh, my God. What a time. That was my million dollar oh mark my right there. Oh, gosh. And then, and then, oh, sometimes I do, and it's like, oh, I sound like shit. <laughs> I was like, what the hell was I thinking about that last night? That was way night? better in my head. Like, oh, my gosh. It's like, did I seriously do that last night? Like, Stay away from that. It's like, oh, lots of times, and um, I hope that keeps on happening. Yeah, yeah, it so, keeps it authentic. But don't you, know? you think because it's because you still treat yourself as a student, don't you think that has something to do with it? Because yeah. there's a quote that I listen to where it's like, as soon as you start stop learning, you'll start losing. Yeah, like, yeah you just don't give a shit after. Yeah, it's like, I um, I have a lot of buddies that are really good. Um, me and my buddy Ryan Thompson, we're in blues like neck and neck, and we can play forever and just be like play that again and i'll just start doing whatever over and he'd be like play that again that was really cool and we would break each other's backs just sitting there just for hours and be like oh my god k enough like we gotta give this up bro like just another day i'll catch you next week and we wouldn't talk and then he would just come over and then we just plug in silence just guitars just like doodling blues like, it's like for like three hours it's like dude we just it's like k Start recording. It's like, we didn't record that. It's like, <laughs> you, know that you know that scene in uh, Tenacious D? It's like where there's, they're just like getting ready to start recording in the, in the kitchen. And they, it's like, you didn't hit record? It's like, <laughs> that was a really good oh impression, gosh, bro. Oh, like, oh cage. <laughs> uh, good movie, though. Um, but uh, so far, it's been a very good adventure with this band, uh, the Fam Jam. And... Myself has been changing through my songs, understanding where these chords should be going, hmm. and also trying to get all my feelings, you know, a little bit more. Um, how much more can I sing into my lyrics? 
to tell a story that somebody else maybe wants to feel. Right. Are you so like, are you drawing a lot from your own personal life experience, true. or you're just like trying to tell a story that you just have in your head? True, it's my uh, it's coming from me. Uh, majority of the time, where something tragically has happened, and I try to make a, a better mm-hmm. end of. It's like you know, make a lullaby about it, <laughs> just like, but it's rock and roll, uh, and and. Uh, Make a lullaby, yeah. but it's rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And adult music. <laughs> so remember, remember adult music. Adult, adult music, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's just, uh, man, you just teach yourself. Music is just never ending. Um, mm. And I'm just thankful to have that um, that drive. And I remind myself that a lot of times, like my grandparents too, I eh? like they they came from that generation that was driven into a lot of things that you do what you got to do this is it and that's it it's like do or die those are your only options so when i picked up the guitar they were like you better be playing guitar like this week and stuff and i was gonna Mm -hmm. give it up almost one time a couple times oh yeah what what was the initial times and why why do you why were you gonna give up what was the thing i just felt like i was oh a lot of people feel like they just not hitting that bar that they want to achieve but then when I started seeing the songs come out and the song lists that I was writing and the songs I was actually singing, the full confidence was there. And I was like, now it's time for the crowd and it's time to make a band and start scheduling your gigs. Hmm. I started making photos happen, music videos, um, having your own chords and making your own character that someone else couldn't pick up just from listening like everybody's watching me play the keys but they're like what is he doing it's like like, well even sitting here i'm watching you and i'm like what the fuck is he doing (laughs) (laughs) so like sometimes i could be like doing like one song straight straight blues but then i'll just like we're doing a swing like an uptight beat a swing and it's like now i'm gonna do a jazz but in the same key right it's like now he's doing jazz like jazz blues is like switching up and it's like that's psychedelic for me. That's the psychedelic blues of rock and roll, Jimi Hendrix kind of type of deal. And that switch that, up? Yeah. That the your character you're making? It's like, it's like constant changes. And always keep it going. Like, what can I do with this? What? How can I change it? Never say the same. Like, I just played majority of my song, like those two songs. Um, I have them recorded, ready to go soon for Spotify. And I'm going to have an upcoming new business page fresh start so full contact uh, content is going to be there for uh, all viewers to see my new upcoming uh changes that i've been doing uh like cool. i want to give the best of myself right it's it's and it's very uh it's like it haunts me it's like why do you think it haunts you and like because uh, the songs are so good so it's like when somebody calls me out it's like i feel like i have to keep on myself it's like oh it's out there it's like, what have I done? You think you got to keep the I same, done? like keep the same standard, almost? Is that yeah, what you mean? Yeah, but that's okay. You know, right. Um, three songs you can tell from other people, like, oh, they went from rock and roll to blues to something else completely different. Now he's changing the bat, and I, I just, I, I feel like if you do every genre of song, uh, it just shows like how much talent you have. Your range. Yeah, like right. the range of it. And that's what I was worried about. The biggest thing about that whole thing was 
I, I just want to keep it strictly blues. It's mm. like, but then again, I'm doing like Southern rock. I'm doing <laughs> like other things that sound like that last one. Uh, my buddy said it sounded like a Beatles kind of type of deal when I played it on the 12 string. Yeah. So it's like, but it's blues and it stayed in that category. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of back where I was. Um, so I, uh, at the end of that, of learning what I was doing, I just kept playing the blues and just I started believing myself that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. You were like, that, I'm going to be a blues yeah, musician like, now. That's full me. I'm wearing, yeah. Almost that's like me. manifesting it. Yeah, you could say yeah. that. Yeah, just showering it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Do you believe in manifesting your destiny? Yeah, Purple you... rain. <laughs> 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 Fuck do you, it, man. But do you? Do you believe in manifestation? No? You didn't uh, get just... Why? It worked for like, you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'd like to be just as real. Just you. Just me. It's like... And <clears throat> when I talk... See that... Uh, yeah. Got text going through the... <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you... As you're telling the story, you're just like, okay, that's supposed to be blues. Sing right. it like that. And then it's like, oh, you're going to sing a sad song. You got to have your heart pouring out to that. You got to have your heart sad. And whatever you're going through, that's, it's like, oh, that's what it's supposed Maybe that's, it's unknown. Do you maybe find it more unknown. difficult to keep that same character while you're playing with others? Or do they hop on it as I well? I have to be me so then they can understand where i'm coming from okay fair enough that's what you gotta do like that's a distraction too eh? like other people are talking again they're like trying to understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. someone's playing a different thing and you're trying to keep yourself centered in your own shit so like tight yeah like and so shy about it it's just like no that's where you came from start being yours like yeah don't. just be you bro yeah. yeah would you like some more water uh, yeah absolutely yes please and thank you that's cool man yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, playing the guitar, uh, producing, meeting people across the world, and uh, have you have you left the country to perform? I want to go like far. And, I want to go to America. Would you <laughs> go yeah. to America? Eddie, follow you know, the Eddie, dream. Eddie Murphy going to America. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd like to uh, dig deeper. Maybe Nashville, but Nashville's think, yeah, the spot. Nashville would be the yeah. spot. Every every foot, like every footstep, there's someone else playing guitar. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's something I want to do. Um, but I'll take some friends there, and uh, maybe California, maybe go places and take uh, music videos and just have a good time there. So far, it's uh, it's on the it's on the list. Yeah, it's kind of cool, man. I don't have any dreams. <laughs> It's nice to hear other people's. <laughs> it's like the when you listen to somebody though, like sing, and you can actually like hear that they're putting, like their voice is like actually with the song. If that makes sense, I'm not an artist. I feel like I'm not explaining it the right way, but it's like you could hear that with so many things. Like there's so many artists that I actually enjoy. Like uh, you know Zach Bryan. Like lately, is a guy I was listening. Oh. Chris Stapleton was a guy yeah, I was really yeah. heavy into. Like. Oh. I like Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Dallas Green, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Actually, uh, listening to him play acoustic, that helped me get better at acoustic. I was listening to people that were playing what I was playing. So if I was playing the acoustic that day at my house, I was listening to people that were playing that acoustic in those tracks. Hmm. And if I was playing electric that day, 
um, I would want to listen to someone playing the electric. Yeah. If I was playing a Fender Stratocaster, I'm going to listen to somebody playing a Fender Stratocaster. Jimi Hendrix, um, just like Stevie Ray Vaughan, and uh, just anything that I can just match my sound and try to replicate what they were trying to do and like read their notes and see where they're coming from. It's like, dude, that's, that's, that's big. Like that's, I see where you're coming from now. Mm. And I get why people like that. And to go to the extent like Chris Cornell, like that was one of my biggest idols too. Um, Audio slave and just sound garden, just everything that he did on his own. Mm. Um, It just showed like the confidence that, uh, you big on Chris, Chris? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm not. No, I know that. Audio you Slave. That. Yeah, that'll that'll creep you up. Yeah. What? So, what? Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't good. go over it's that. Like, it's like what happened? Voice is strong. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Woo! I thought oh, you were saying man. something weird happened to Chris. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what happened with Chris? <laughs> and he's versatile too, so it's like settling. Right. Uprage. It's like that's rock. Yeah. And it's come back down again. And then he has something to tell you too, and it's like you listen to the story. It's like that's deep. Hmm. Add all music. Yeah. Add all music, bro. So <laughs> it's been a big, uh, big adventure trying to pick who I like and trying to trying to pick a couple cover songs too. Eh? Like trying yeah. to learn their songs and play them on stage. It's like. Okay, I have two follow-up questions to tell this. Tell me, tell me, let's go. Okay. Who in town is someone that you haven't played with yet, but that you want to? Is there anyone? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's, uh, let's get in there. Let's see. Let's see. Putting me on the spot. I'm just a full fuck, man. It's just a question. See. There's a lot of people are. I've been playing with it, so it's that's what I was gonna yeah, say. There's a lot of people uh, that you've I, played I don't with. Know. Like I, it's like I've called them out. Majority of them. Yeah, you've um, completed a lot yeah, of the goals. Yeah. Um, calling out Ryan Thompson, but I'd like to play with him again, <laughs> even though he's in my band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but good. what? Just you two? Like, uh, just... yeah, just doing ripping up some blues. Right. Just, uh, going to Craftheads. We went there a couple weeks ago, and we just hit off with two acoustics. We, I was singing. He was playing some leads, and I was just keeping the rhythm going. And um, we just mentioned out that we're from the Fam Jam. This is a yeah. part of the the band. And if you see us as, as a full, come out. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, if you uh, think this is good, you, hear, you should hear all of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets go off. <laughs> <laughs> One guy in the so, back. Woo! <laughs> Free bird. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you two dudes up there, play Freebird. <laughs> like, we're not taking requests, but, <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> but we'll fit it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes I get, like, really quiet where I just start thinking. Like, I'll be sitting here holding the guitar, and, mm-hmm. like, I'll just have flashbacks of songs. Like, I'll get excited, yeah. and I'll get be quiet and be like, is this dementia? Close enough. Close enough, yeah. Oh, shit, my second oh, question. Oh, I almost gosh. forgot. Yes. Uh, what famous person would you like to play with? Yeah, who's a dream? Yeah. Who's the, who's the dream? Yeah. Mr. John Mayer. Yeah? Yeah. He's pretty good, yeah, man. man. That's a good like, answer, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's a solid answer. That's a solid one. Yeah, yeah I would have went with that one, too. Play strats, yeah. So, I like that. Um... <laughs> 
yeah, I learned a lot from him. Just because he's he's in the modern generation. He's played with a lot of the good players I wanted to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, BB. <laughs> That's cool to play with uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah. That'd be cool to play, though, with uh, Clapton. Yeah. Like yeah. a bunch of those guys that are still, it's like, dude, these guys are still kicking around, like, that's what we they're out there uh, <laughs> Keith Richards. Like, they also seem on, like they're man. never away from music Boom. like you know what i mean what else are they gonna do yeah i was thinking about last night like slash i was like that guy is just chilling he's, he's out there he's yeah not he's not dead? dead yeah no he's out there. i he's thought with a heroin would have got him years ago <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> no not yet uh, <laughs> he's still out there I swear, how old is he now like, probably how 70? old can we can we search up how old is slash i swear the top hat gets bigger every year <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. i wouldn't doubt it slash literally how old is slash 57 holy shit man i actually thought he would be much older yeah <laughs> i thought he'd be one much older i don't know why oh no cardiomyoma my myopathy sorry my bad cardiomyopathy congestive heart failure uh-oh caused by as many years of alcohol and so the heroin almost did get him yeah <laughs> but not quite you know <laughs> <laughs> You wow. want to make some cash? You want to just sit in that corner while we do other podcasts and just <laughs> <Yeah>. do little <laughs> little riffs? <laughs> when, did you, when did you know that? Uh, when did you figure out the singing thing? Did you ever take lessons for singing or no? No. I was just doing little videos on Facebook and I was like, hey guys, 30, 30 likes and I'll start singing. Do <laughs> 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 you remember those things? He used to do the 30 <laughs> Hunter likes why I like you. A <laughs> hundred likes and I'll tell my crush on live. <laughs> oh nine. Oh, oh my god. Oh, my god. oh fuck. <laughs> Facebook in his prime. Oh my god. Thirty likes and I'll start singing. Oh. You got thirty likes. You Facebook's like, gonna pay me. <laughs> I'm singing today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shit. It was. It was like that. That's why it spiked up. True. Hey, I wasn't fibbing. <laughs> not, All right, I'm not fibbing. Fibbing. All right, third of you asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> but seriously, it was like um, a thing to tell myself to get a feedback from the audience to get reply. It'd be like, oh, I would really like that. And it'd be like, oh, that person would really like that. Someone close to me. And it'd be like, that's someone that is on social media that interacts and like maybe gives a shit. It's like, a lot of yeah. like you know, there's a lot of scrollers just go by and just watch and they don't hit anything. Yeah. And that's what was stepping me back. It's like, yo, this person should have so much more likes. And I was like thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? Even if that happens, five likes, that's better than none. Mm. And then I started watching the views come in and I had like 5,000 views, but I only have, I had, and I started saying that, but I only had like a hundred likes. And I was right. like, you know what? That is a little strange. But that's okay. It's like they've seen it. That made my videos go into a stream. And I just started getting more confident by watching people interact with me, like commenting, like, hey, your voice has been getting better. I've been watching you since the beginning. And, like, those are the people that were silent from the beginning. Right. And they're like, let's just see if he's actually going <laughs> to shit or not. Let's see where this goes. Like, the people who fucking, we're only going to do 10 episodes. We're only gonna, they're only going to make 10 episodes. <laughs> He's he's thinking about a hater right now. <laughs> it's it's thinking. Mom. <laughs> 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 oh my god. 
but yeah, those that's interesting, right? That you can connect with people like that, and then that they stick around. Isn't that kind of <laughs> wild that they could stick around through the internet though, like to see how you improve over time? Uh, like that's kind of wild. A, it is, yeah. yeah. And they're from like Florida. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, dude, buddy Richard's like guys never Florida, met you. Never met me. Yeah. Two accounts. He's like, hey, I got another account now. It's like I I met, make sure I had my buddy Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, oh, your guitar really improved. Like, Thanks, Rich. It's like, yeah. It's like, dude, like, and homeboys on. in Florida, and you're some guy from Windsor, yeah. Canada. You know and what I mean? Like, talking like you're gonna people. send him this, right? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I hope he's still on Facebook. <laughs> I, I looked him up uh, about like a couple months ago. I think it's uh, deactivated though. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's good, tough. Good old Richard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it just like, but um, <laughs> but it just shows the reaction uh, over the time that. I was getting from the feedback of them just like sharing. It's like, Oh, you really like me doing this stuff. Oh, you want me to do this stuff? And it's like, and that's where I started having the little fusses with myself. Like, what should I do? And that's when I was like, Oh man, I'm getting burnt out. Like I'm getting asked all these questions. Hey, can you play this song for me? Like, and it's like, request, like it's good. That made me better. Yeah. I started like learning how to keep cool and, uh, like receiving what they wanted and interacting with my fans and making a better crowd. Yeah, it's just does yeah. the fame go to your head? No, I I can't I can't let that do that. But some it, the excitement does. There you go. Yes, not but not in a bad yeah. way. And she's like, oh my god, it's like I really pulled that off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those people out there didn't hate me, bro. That was no tight. tomatoes, nothing. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. What do you but, think you, you were talking about, like, getting burnt out? Like, what do you think you have for that? Like, what do you step away? Do you, like, what's the thing that you have to do? Put down the guitar, step back, get frustrated. It's like, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I can't get that lick out. And yeah. uh, I'm just just too overwhelmed. I'll have to put it down. Something's wrong. Something is telling me to move. Like, walk away from it. Get your lap in. Come back. And the next thing I'll do that, oh my gosh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, dude, like that's a that's a good song. Like I should maybe take the chance of recording this right. and making something more than what it is. Hmm. And every other week it would be like that. And sometimes I would leave it for like a month and then it would become something like just that next day. Yeah. After like the after like thirty six days or something like that. You'd be like, wait a second. It's like, go back. To I, I know that. I know what, what, this will fit. Turn, turn around, turn around, turn around. Turn around, around. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like streets, eh? Like, music is like intersections. It's like, go for the first slap, intersection. It's like, okay, I've been down the street down. Like, yeah, I've been there like, before. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. And um, you, just, you just remind yourself of that the vocabulary of what you're doing through music through your notes singing i'm just having fun yeah i'm no like definitely not professional i'm just having a fun time and making sure that i'm giving the best of myself and like being sure of how these songs should go and how i should feel about them and am i truly telling the truth about myself through my songs like am i cutting myself short it's like nah man like put more lyrics right a couple more in there right like you know like, and then yeah, when you're finally like, like that feeling so right like, it's like, what's on. that fi- what's that feeling like when you're don't be so when cheap, you're man. done don't be so cheap <laughs> yeah that's exactly like another, oh yeah, like what's it that blows feeling? my mind yeah. like it's just like and that's 
It's like it's not. It's like fame in myself. I I did think a couple <laughs> fame. David Bowie. Yeah. David Bowie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was a couple times like I got that whole adrenaline rush out of me. Um, but it'll always be there, so then I can remember where I came from. Mm. Just like there was a lot of times I had a lot of people around me, and there was a lot of times where I uh, I didn't have a big crowd, and it was just like you know what, I've had good times before, and this was just a hit and miss, but I was still doing the same thing as I've been doing. And it's like, that gives me enough chance to be like, I have to do something new. Yeah. Like, I have to do something new right now. <laughs> like, this is the time to change myself. Try some it's shit like, out. Yeah. And I'll just like pull out a couple more songs. Boom. Again. It's never ending. Do you dedicate like a day to it? Like songwriting? Or is it just like when it feel when it comes to you, you're just like, hold on, I'll just pick this up now. Well, there's, I have a list at home of a whole set list. There's probably like. 20, 25 songs on there to go through and then I have songs that I'm working on the side and when I get through those songs after a certain amount of times I have to be like you know what we gotta put another 20 more <laughs> so okay like, yeah, get another again, sheet of paper up there it's like I was told I'm not much about this line but if you can't play 40 songs drunk in a bar then you don't belong in a bar so is that actually saying yeah, I never even heard this before wow but <laughs> I'm gonna leave that no I was gonna say no you're right you're right <laughs> it's a big thing like it's like it's like you everybody's coming up to you and giving you drink like drinks and everything yeah. it's like you gotta stay on your game. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a big thing like and that's that's a thing too like with musicians you gotta watch what you do and everything and stick to your game and yeah we had a we had a couple of different musicians come on here and they say various different things. One guy says that he likes being sober playing, like doesn't like anything. And I had another guy say that he I like to get like four or five drinks in me yep. and then go up there and play. Yes. Like, what yeah. are you like? Are you are you drinking I'm, at all? Actually, I don't care if I drink at all. Like, no, I can go away. You can just, just like yeah. Go. It's like no, I have to get this done now. Yeah. And it's like I had times where like I played with certain people that could drink and they'd be like, dude, doesn't matter what you do, you sound good. There's other times like please don't do that, please don't do that. Put down that don't tequila do that shot. It's like I really want don't. Yeah, it's like I really want to be on my game too. Right. And um, I get like, I I get pissed. Like it's like, dude, it's like, come on, like we came like, out here to like perform, just, and you can't do both. Well, imagine if you're painting and someone sneezes on like while you're painting. It's like, dude. <laughs> no, no. Like, come on, no. she's over there. <laughs> like, yeah, but um, there was a there was a time where I had a beer and I felt comfortable, and I was just like, my voice was like a lot stronger. I hit those notes like way harder. I was like, whoa, like, are you sure you were? I feel like I was a little bit over the top. There you go. But like, you know, like, <laughs> I perfected it from from that like that. Yeah. And I feel like if you want to hit that, if you want to be a louder singer, keep being loud and then perfect it. It's just like you're going to make a dent in your throat and it's going <laughs> to it's gonna be like that all the time. Like, I'm, like some days I burn my throat out and it's like I wish I like sometimes had a little bit more education in my uh, singing hmm. more than I do like with the guitar. Right. And that's like a thing like people to ask, preserve. That's another thing. Yeah. Like what would what would I have done in my life if I could choose like to be the best guitar player or the best singer? Yeah. Like what would I do? I'd probably be where I'm at 
yeah. just being an average singer. Because I heard some average singers are like, man, that's the best. Like, I think that's the greatest, like, compared mm-hmm. to, like, someone being, like, professionally trained and stuff like that. Like, I like a little laid back Tom Petty stuff. and I feel like you can get by yeah, with average, that, average that's singing. What, that's, that's what I'm trying to... I'm an average guy. <laughs> and that's okay. Ladies, I'm an average guy. <laughs> to the four women watching this. <laughs> like I said, that's I'm just trying to be um just trying to keep my feet on the ground. Right. Cuz if I if I go too high, then I'll forget what the hell I'm doing. It, it, that's where you got to um step back and go back to the basics of where where you started. Listen to the people that you uh, learned from, interact with the crowd, and they'll be like, "Hey, Daniel, like, what have you been doing?" And I'll just be like, "You know what? I haven't been like on the stage like a little bit. I've just been recording like a lot, and that shows like, like me like I'll start playing stuff for you, and I'll throw like last second." lines in there and i'll be like oh that was sweet like i wish i remembered like that was six fuck like, Hold like up. while like, you're while you're yeah, doing like it like while you yeah fuck and like and i'll be doing that on stage like open mics just to test yeah my stuff that i'm recording mm. and i'll be like maybe i should do like that when i go back into the studio yeah and, like finish out right because they liked it like that it was like that was cool what you did right so there you keep, at that point you keep all your songs as living yes. documents yes. yeah yeah that's tight yes <laughs> and um try to uh keep fit because like it's good for heat soak when you're on stage i started realizing like i got a little comfortable actually uh the amputation i don't mind talking about that too like my whole amputation helped me uh get on with carrying my gear on the stage i was like you know uh i was like it was either just sit there and uh get sore and suffer from uh body pain or actually uh get up and try to do more than what you can do mm. so when i got the amputation done i started realizing i was getting on stage playing better and i was getting more comfortable with myself and i was becoming myself like what i wanted in my head right yeah like, you were holding yourself yeah, back at all was, yeah at first it was like i gotta do more yeah. so i was like just cut the leg off <laughs> just, <laughs> just let's go let's yeah. go and he just like yeah we can do that because it was causing like uh um well, my story is me getting shot when I was five years old um, in Detroit, Michigan, January 14, 2000. That's my birthday. That's the that day is, I was born. That's the day he was born. That is the day I was born. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's I'm right. sorry I've been celebrating your anniversary. <laughs> That's crazy. He's over there having a good time. <laughs> 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 I'm coming over on your birthday. Over. <laughs> They're usually just sad. I don't know if you want to show up. <laughs> So it it was a big experience when I was five. Um, yeah. Or anybody. Uh, yeah. And I put that guy in jail for 197, 197 years. And oh, that's it? Yeah. Should have gotten more. Yeah. You were five. I thought 97 was good enough. But <laughs> daughter, <laughs> yeah. Just put another 100 on there and just slap that. Yeah. But um, that'll give him enough to think about. And <laughs> myself. And I did get asked, like, would I ever go see the guy? Like, And I was like probably I, yeah and then it started triggering me and then people were like you know what i don't think what you said like last week you should do that because like that could hurt somebody's brain again like mm-hmm. it could warp the brain it's like and you know he forgot probably about it why he's even there like i don't think so <laughs> i think that sticks with you 
Oh yeah, I remember why I'm in here. <laughs> so between that, I uh, took the surgeries. I had 19 surgeries, and they uh, it was a spinal cord injury. So he shot me twice: once on the right hip, once on the uh, left, over above my uh, butt cheek. Um, he also did um, executed my mom and my dad and my uncle, and I chose them out of a lineup. And I threw my brother behind a couch, and I was like, shut up, like, the boogeyman's gonna, like, come by. And he did. He, like, listened to me. And the guy left. And I started saying all these prayers. The next thing I was like, <clears throat> if I don't say these prayers, like, I probably won't make it out alive. And then this guy came in, and he was like, I'm gonna get a hold of the ambulance. Hold on, Daniel. And I started remembering who that guy was. I was like, that's my dad's friend. And I was like, the guys that were shooting, though, those were friends of my dad's, too. So my dad had a good friend that helped out, and he got the cops to help uh, me get out there. And I asked for apple juice in the cop car when I got in the cop car. And they're like, yeah, we got apple juice. And I'm like, what the <laughs> frick? It's like, this kid's like, can I have apple juice? It's like, yeah, okay. Bro, like, if that's yeah, all you dude, want, yes. Sick, child, you got it. So he gave it to me. Um... So I started drinking that. Then they got me out of the hood. And I was in Detroit, uh, Seven Mile, like Malcolm and Connor. And, like, those houses are gone. They turned them down. They, nobody could pay for those houses. Um, so they got me into an ambulance, and his name was Dan. And I was like, that's my name. And he's like, keep your eyes open. It was like a serious, like a street movie. It was like, and me telling myself this, I laughed, too. I'm like, what the f It's just like, what the fuck? I was like, Daniel. Daniel, like really, like I, I as I go through life, it's like I can't believe I'm telling myself that. But I was told to talk about it. You I was, should. I was told and to talk about it. I feel yeah. like it's probably healthier to talk and about it, it than just have it play over in your mind. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn song. It's like play that song. It's like, yeah. I'm playing these songs. Like, Roll it back. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> so that's exactly what it is, and and if it's. Obviously, it's me telling stories through my song without me even telling my story, my mm -hmm. first story. It's coming through my songs. Right. And it could be excitement at a time that I was excited and uh, or a time that I was sad. So with taking that whole story, talking about me getting shot was just a release. Um, it taught me how to <clears throat> express my emotions fast or slow. Sometimes I would get brain fogged and I'd be so burnt out after telling the story. It was such a... It's an emotional thing. It's like your heart's racing and your brain's telling the story of the that time that you were in. Because I was... I'm rewired different than I was. Um, I would and, imagine. And it's like from those surgeries that I had, 19, like... Um, every single time I uh, told the story, though, like my grandfather would be like, aren't you sick and tired of telling that story? I'd <laughs> just be like, you know, he's like, why would you just freaking lie until you're like got trampled by like a football team? I was like, no, because I wouldn't be getting trampled. I'd be winning that game. I'm like, I'm <laughs> lying. I'm lying big. <laughs> I was like, that's not what we do in this family. <laughs> like, you can't tell me to lie. But, oh my gosh. But adults lie. It's like, no. Yeah, they so, do. No, and you know what? I have to tell the truth. I, I just have to. It might blow somebody's mind. It'd be like. I think it, it's inspiring. Yeah, they'll start talking about like something that happened to their family, and I'll be like, 
oh, I know that person. And I'll be like, we were talking about our traumatic stories too. Right. I'd be like, what? And then next thing I'll be like, yeah, he's a musician too. And I can see where that person came from too. Mm. And it just shows like when somebody goes through something traumatic, they have some kind of little talent. It just blows somebody's mind. It's yeah. like somebody like painting art, um, DJing, um, writing songs, like singing. Mm. And just uh, about my story, though, too. I, um, when I was in that moment, in conclusion, I had a, I had a big decision to be like, oh, do you want to walk or do you want to be in a wheelchair? And I was like, I, I want to walk. And they were like, I don't think you'll be able to. And they kept telling me like, you're not going to walk and you're going to be stuck in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. I was doing burnouts in a wheelchair too. Mm-hmm. I was ripping it up. Though. You were I, like, was, I was making times of this time when I was getting right. stuff tossed on me. It was like, you're like <laughs> ripping it up and they're like, like Daniel, we got to get new tires. And they had to, <laughs> I swear. No, I, oh my God. Well trash. then you shouldn't have yeah, given me this sweet ass chair, bro. You're telling me all this bad thing. I'm going to do some drifts around here in a wheelchair. So need traction. Like, no making, one said yeah, I couldn't. I was making up time for that. Eh? So I was seven months in St. John's hospital and Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. So I had to make up for all the things that they were telling me as I was as time was ticking, they're mm-hmm. saying like he's hanging on by thread and like, um, it just came down to the point where they're like, you're going home today. And I was like, I'm going home. And they're like, I was, I was like, I thought it was home. And they're like, no, you're going home. Like home, home. Yeah. So they sent me back to Decumsey and I had a wheelchair ramp and everything was getting changed. And like that whole thing, papers were throwing out. Everything was changing. Um, potty trained like when I was five, like it was, everything was changed. It was good. Like, whatever they told me, it was like, whatever. Was, they, didn't, I, they didn't know what to, to do. Like, it was 2000. Right. At mm. the time, um, when that happened, seven months later, they told you you were going home. Was the, was the under, was everyone under the impression that you weren't going to walk anymore? Yeah. Was that at that point? Yeah. They're like, we don't know what's going to happen. And then I, I was seven. And then they, my grandparents, they picked up the phone. They're like, there's a call for a leg brace company that wants to take you on. And, give you a leg brace to start walking i was like okay i'll do that so i just they strapped my leg with the brace it was straight so it didn't really like bend but i could kick it out and walk and i was like so energetic at that time that i was running and i was breaking leg braces and they were fixing them and like this was them repairing the stuff and them getting better how to make better braces by me destroying these braces like at a young age i was jumping up uh playing basketball Riding my bike, falling off my bike. Um, then I learned how to ride a bike. I couldn't get the brace to stay on the pedal because so, my leg was paralyzed. So I just put a bungee cord and wrapped it around. And then I started creating a, a better um, physical balance with my back. Um, and I just loved biking, and that's how I kept my, my fit going. And as I got to the point where I was older just about two years ago with my amputation i had 19 surgeries and i'm like yeah i'm gonna quit the surgeries and what were the amputations and it's like they're gonna do right. it again the surgery they're gonna break what my the foot f- uh put me into the leg brace that i had because like it was getting seized the right. foot was seizing so they're like we need a perfect foot to make the molding right your, your foot's crooked yeah. it's turning it's seizing the other way around it's doing all this stuff screws in my heel 
I'm like, so when do you have to break my foot again? Because it's doing it again, seizing. He's like, three years. And also, we're going to be doing that surgery right now, like in three months. And I was like, that's the surgery you're doing again in three months? And, and three years later again? He said, yes. I said, nah. I said, what about the amputation? That was going to be for yeah. the rest of your life? Yeah. 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 And yeah. Again, every three years. Every three years, that surgery? I said, oh, I'm done with that. There would have been nothing left. And then right. it would have been like, yeah, amputation time. Anyway. It yeah, so it would have been, been like, later. So you just so, did that to me? So it would have been like, later anything. down the road? Uh, that's exactly what I was saying. I was like, sitting there, I'm like, pros and cons are here, man. I'm going to get the leg cut off. Uh, it's just, it, and that was only for me. Right. To tell myself, like, that that's what I had to do. And mm. I got up and I was like, I'm getting my leg cut off. I'm having an amputation. Started watching videos on YouTube. Stayed up all night. Pulled all nighters sometimes. Didn't sleep. Scared the crap out of me. And then it was to the point where I was like, if I don't do this now, I will be screwed for the rest of my life. I have to, before I'm 30, I, so I decided to kick the leg brace away. I started to put my foot on the ground, my paralyzed leg. I have a video on Instagram of me walking with my paralyzed leg. And I just got so much better at uh, learning how to pretend like I was walking. And then I was like, if I get the leg brace, this is what I can show the doctors. So I was like, hey, doctors, like this is what I can do right now on this paralyzed foot. If I put my, fo- my hand in my pocket, push my knee back and lock my knee. And then just flop my foot on the ground and flop it. That's me walking. And I was like, just hunching over. And they're like, he can walk. He's got the the drive to walk. So if we get him a leg brace that just swings automatically and locks, he won't have to think about the locking part, the locking knee anymore. He'll just have to think about standing up straight and walking and taking on the drive. Hmm. And I was like, that's all I want. Like, that's all I want to think about. I just want a knee that I can trust a foot that's there that's straight fixed and i don't because i don't i never had that installed in my brain i was only five years old when everything happened so mm. never really had the chance to <clears throat> know what it's like so yeah so from there i was let's go that was it i knew couldn't tell me a different obviously i can't go back in time now no you're like you sure <laughs> you know why you're here today and i was like <laughs> above me amputation they're like all right and they're like so uh you'll be out of this like in three hours you'll probably wake up and i was like okay i was like i have a music video coming out today and I'm like, are you serious it was called the weekend with my buddy marcel <laughs> oh my gosh it was just like a last little thing you're like by the way my music video drops it <laughs> <laughs> oh my Deuces, gosh yeah. oh, the one the one time i had uh i was like can i play like uh, Shine On You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd on my phone. So they played it on my phone, and then until like I passed out, they just turned my phone off. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, man, like, it's so cool. And I brought my guitar in uh, for my amputation, too. Like, when I woke up, they sent it into my room. I was like, hey, guys. And I was like, okay, I got one guy in front of me, one guy in the corner over there in the bed, one next to me. I'm like, do you mind if I play, like, some blues for you guys? And they're like, okay, go ahead. So, like, I started playing. I, I did as much as I could. And then I did pretty good. I was actually, like... Impressed. I just, yeah, I was actually, like, damn. Like, I actually... Like, I knew my fingers were a little bit weak. But, like, I have videos of myself, like, just trying. I'm like, 
That's cool. <laughs> Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> was that like so, the first thing you did when you woke up? Yes. Wow. Yes. I, well, actually, I was laying there after getting the leg cut off. I'm just looking at the time to the left, and it's like 3.30. And I reach down, and it's like hot. And I'm like, yeah, it's cut off. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, it's actually cut off. It's gone. <laughs> Look, I bet it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> They took, it's like, where's the pain going to go? It's like, the pain's going to go with the leg. If you, get, if you cut the leg off, it's going to go. Yeah. So I just. Like, <laughs> where the pain going to go? <laughs> where the pain going to go? <laughs> go? Go with oh, the shit. leg. I've been thinking about this all day. Like, uh, so I had to have the amputation. And that's when I uh, got through all my obstacles. I, I annihilated everything just by that. No more surgeries. Get a fixed leg think less of the frustration mm-hmm. like the leg was seasoned it was cutting off circulation winters like they just sucked like it was freezing cold why is my foot frozen oh because i can't feel it mm. it's like oh it's bleeding oh i couldn't feel that after like getting home from a factory job it's like in my my boots like it was getting hot sweaty it's like stuff was breaking out the pros and cons were coming out again yeah this is what i gotta do what would jimmy do Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. <laughs> Get his leg got off. Start playing guitar again. Right. Done. So I was back on the stage and there and people helped me. I wanna I wanna say thank you to the people that helped me during on the way up. All the nurse nurses, the policemen, policewomen, um, doctors, my buddies, uh, my family members, and all the musicians too that were just like, Don't worry, Brenner, I got you and they just like grabbed the amplifier right on my hand and like pull it inside the fog or dominion house or wherever i gotta be and it's like mm. you want your guitar too it's like dude dude it's like that's 30 stairs up like house of pong you know house of pong yeah yeah, yeah love that place too it's, it's a good place, place. Yeah, yeah i've been trying to go there thursdays i didn't even know they yeah, did live music house so of pong. Thurs- next thursday yeah thursday coming up if you're uh want to play a game of arcade or whatever and want to listen me play i'll be doing a couple of my singles um that starts at 7 p.m and they just they were just big supporters for me they just went up those stairs and they just took the extra steps and it just made me think like when i get stronger like i'm gonna do that too like just those steps and i started getting better at doing that right and sometimes i'd be like oh i got this like let me do this Mm. (laughs) like i if i fall down i fall down like you just wanted to see you just want to know yeah i get battle scars on this amputation now like the leg like I, I, it's all battle up. scars. Like, yeah, like <laughs> the metal, like it's all scuffed up and everything on the knee, knee pad, and it's like ten thousand dollars though. Like, yeah, oh, fuck, yeah, it's wild. So, like I had that written off for the guy that shot me, and so that side they paid for in the states, right? And um, and then he got one hundred ninety-seven years, and I had nineteen surgeries, and yeah, yeah. So it's been a, it's, it's been one hell yeah, of a ride. Been yeah. But they say it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll, right? So ACDC. ACDC, yeah. Um, close off with another song. Yeah, yeah. I just want to. I want to talk just yeah, more like how long after did you, were you performing after the amputation? So the amputation, uh, five days. I got home. I was good, clean, ready to go. And there was about a hundred. St- like staple, like stitches, legit staples, like in there. Mm. Um, 
look like a football. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, that's a little weird. I was like, so when does it actually go back street? Like, it was like, it was oval. Ooh. Like, and they're like, when you get a shrink wrap and everything, like, they put it like a wrap around it and it just, like, it shrunk into it. Um, so that was two months for uh, the first half of the staples, another two months for the other half of the staples. So four months in check up with the doctor it's like yeah you're you're gonna be clean like to get those rest of the staples out they're like okay and you'd be like i'll just take them out here while i'm while i'm with you so he just started doing it while he while he was with me and uh we were just talking and and uh he did it so good like it's so clean it's amazing like if you just mm-hmm. tucked like the bottom limb of your leg and just looked at your knee from above that's how it looked like that's yeah. what it looks like it just looks yeah just so clean um dr hunt and chatham and he also too he was like i listened to your song when you told me when you passed out <laughs> was he like hold on let me hear the fucking song real quick <laughs> i was like I have all this stuff going through my head like all these little comments like i gotta keep track of what <laughs> this is a good podcast like yeah it. man that's good um it, it just good people that just like just snuck in like a little bit of their time of their life like just to, to remember me or for me to remember them and it's just like hey like you're doing good you're gonna be a lot better after this and this is what you should have been doing like maybe i should have done that when i was younger but i was like <laughs> I'd rather be a... I was like, oh, I wish I should have done that when I was 28. And like, I'm 82 now. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, dude, like, come on. Like, it's like, oh, sorry, Johnny, I can't play with you today. Like, it's like, my son, if I had a, a son or daughter, it's like... Uh, Your name them both play. Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julian. <Yeah>. Jonathan. <laughs> it's, okay, I got, a, I, got a few, I got a few questions that I Hit thought of. It. Let's go. Let like... Maybe 20 minutes ago. You should talk, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were talking about how your brain was rewired after you got shot. Yeah. And you, do you think that helps a lot of artists? Like, when their brain, like a traumatic experience happens, it rewires them to be more creative and more expressive and, and different different outlets yeah. than regular people? They're fighting for something. Like, mm-hmm. very thirsty. Like, it's like, I'm trying to express myself and I'm getting frustrated. Because like, a lot of just like the way we regularly communicate like words yeah. and like open thought doesn't really doesn't communicate really, our feelings. Yes. No, because you're trying to express something that's in your interpersonal self. And like just, just me speaking bullshit is not going to be yeah. able to put the things I have locked away outside. So art and expression they, through music yes. obviously helps. Yes. I I have PTSD for, for example, uh, when I have a like a burnout moment i get so tired because the adhd is also there it's ramping up and uh it's a either a fight flight or freeze response Mm. and those three that i've learned with this education of what i have is to be aware so like smell touch um and also like just like yeah smell touch and like scent Mm -hmm. um and these are different ways to rewire from yourself from a traumatic injury um, to move forward. And either a sound like music, like that helps, like I'll be sitting there and I'll just 
strum out like a random chord and like that could be like a happy note mm-hmm. and it could lift me up or it could be like a sad note and I'll like be expressing my emotions instantly it's a release Boom, it's like oh yeah that's sad it's like that's how I'm feeling right now it's like like Kirk Cobain like like Nirvana like, <laughs> you do it and you're like yeah. that's it there it is <laughs> it's like and that's that's my left side I think it's the left side of the brain talking that's the I believe so. Yeah. Um, And those are just flaring up. I see colors when I close my eyes. Sometimes I don't even know I'm playing. I'll just be like, those are the chords I'm supposed to be playing right now, feeling with my eyes closed. And then I'll look back and I'll be like, oh, that's C, E. That's a key of D right there, G. Be like, that's really all you need to do. Like, that's a simple song. Like, that's only a couple chords. And like, I'll be teaching myself education, like right there, teaching myself guitar, teaching myself how to get back with reality, like pick up the pace with myself, breathe. Um, it's a therapeutic, it's a medicine, just yeah. music, um, rewind with traumatic injury. So like the freeze could be um, just anxiety, like seizing. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I don't know if you have a remote, and like, something bad and you don't know what to do so like you just like lay in bed yeah. and you just stop oh yeah you're just stuck there and like that's something like what do i do i could be going to the gym well for me i've been going to the gym and breaking uh, a lot of uh i feel like it's like sandbags are just falling on you and it's mm-hmm. like you don't know and yeah they just sit there for a little bit and it sucks but you know you get better as you learn with experience mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> how to change the channel faster. Right. Absolutely. It's like ADHD could be running like 12 channels in your head, like TVs. It's like, whoa, it's like I have all these channels in my head. Mm-hmm. It's like, and those could be songs, for example. Yeah. It's like, those are happy things. Like sometimes I'll let those ADHD times just run. <laughs> that one like, can run yeah, in the background. Like, I'll like, keep that one like, going. It's like, <laughs> How bizarre. <laughs> How bizarre. How bizarre. How <laughs> bizarre. But it's most definitely like a, a, it's a, it's a habit that just comes through. Like I could like it or I, I, it'd be like, oh, that's, I can't control that. Like that's way too much. I got to figure mm-hmm. out. So what do you do? You listen to good songs, maybe uh, have good food, a little bit of TLC, <laughs> you know, yeah. and you got to go back to self-care um, because you're under so much, uh, other obstacles than other people that are just that haven't been hit with PTSD. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. It's like, that is like, life is so strong. Like it, other people go through so much other things. I don't know. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. PTSD. It's a good thing. And it, it could be a bad thing. Like where, if you don't know what to do, if you're not educated, that's mm-hmm. all I could say. It's only bad if you're not educated about it. Do you I think was, the gym, like, grounds you in a way? It's like therapy? Because so I see you working out a lot. Yeah, you break the freeze. You're stretching yourself. It's like an elastic stuck in the wintertime. You're going to put it in the warm, and it's going to stretch. And it's, it's not going to be so much under stress. If you put it in the wintertime, it's going to start cracking. It's going to start with stress marks and everything out, and it won't know how to react. It's not supposed to be. It's not living the way it should be like mm-hmm. so if i put myself in that um environment i show a, a big 
big change in myself like from just the past couple of days it's like dude like i feel good yeah i feel really happy and i started doing things like my brain was like thinking of sitting down so much working and like i had so many sit down jobs that when i started working and running with the paralyzed leg and getting the amputation after to go farther um i knew that the gym was always going to be on my back for us a b plan it's just right. like hey if something happened go to the gym man yeah i tell that for anybody that's going through like suicidal problems um home uh home issues back with their parents or need to get out uh figure out a, a cycle that you can figure out for yourself to go to the gym for 20 30 minutes or maybe a yoga class like, yoga can help go, tremendously that's okay. Just figure out some kind of physical thing. Run down the block. I used to be like, oh, I got to move. Like, So I'll get in my car, and I'd go find the favorite place I'd like to sit. Nobody would be there. And I'd mm. just start walking across the bridge and then go through the trails and just carry on my own adventure and get so used to doing that as a as like a song. It's like, okay, this is how the song goes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is how the song goes. This is good. It's a happy song. And then I would take that same setting anywhere else and learn how to be in different environments that same way and train myself if i liked it or not okay it made me overwhelmed um and that could be me telling me like um man i like i'll catch myself i'll be like i shouldn't be here like i should be at home writing yeah. <laughs> like playing music like i because like, you get in that creative yeah. mode yeah. yeah, and that could be ADHD, could be PTSD, trying to tell me to survive, like survival, like the rewiring part of myself mm-hmm. where I change. It's like all I know how to be safe is play music. Right. Like, so if something goes wrong, music. Something to fall wrong, back. Music. Yeah. That or the that yeah. or it's like the gym yeah. for or, you. And it's like, and if I keep doing too much of, the, when do I know how to change? It's because you're doing something the same shit over again. Oh, right. Change that shit up. Next thing, challenge the mind. Boom! Oh, yeah, change the whole song list. Yeah, yeah. You got, you've been playing those twenty songs so yeah. many damn times. Change, change yeah, it up. Change it up. Get creative. Yeah. And that's how you get out. Of, I feel like that's how you get depression. I love talking about uh, mental health, though. Um, it's only helped me. It's helped other people, and I've only learned off other people watching like how they felt about that, and like asking them where they've been to. So I've had a good couple chances through my life to uh, nail down some of the things that I didn't understand, too. Um, mm. That's why I'm explaining the majority of these things I don't get a chance to because uh, it's hard on a lot of people to dig that deep. Um, but if somebody knows about it, talk. Try to give the try to give the audience a, an answer here. Mm. So I, I feel like... Um, Getting the help through a trainer would be like a good start off. Go to the gym. Hey, I need a little bit of help here just to get myself a little kick in the boot. Go. And then once you get your training wheels off, you got it. Yeah. That's it. I think it's just building the steps to that for mental health. I really do. I think it's like about getting the help and finding something and finding hobbies and not not to mention to find people that you want to be around. Yeah. I think those are big things. It's only going to help you. It's going to help other people when they want to be around with you, too. Right. It's like your time. It's like 
being too aggregative or something or something that you can't like you can't change that song out of your head just like over and over and over again man it's like dude so i'll be like go to the gym <clears throat> get on the treadmill start pumping and like i'll watch myself get through like the dumbbells like harder and i'll just be pushing myself and i'll be really happy after like getting that set through mm-hmm. be like yeah like that's what i was supposed to do even that af- like, that after feeling that kid feel like yeah. when you're young like yeah. and i i'm a full believer on that like always be a kid yeah. right i can't i can't take that away the music everything i think everyone wants to be a kid and i think yeah. you just lose sight in that yeah, sometimes and that's what happened someone told that person the or someone trained rewired girl and i'm like yeah I'm, yeah. yeah yeah and there's times where a lot of things that i have to do it's just like ah shit it's like i'm not a kid anymore it's like yeah. but like gotta go make adult <clears throat> music yeah it's like you know whatever have a pop tart whatever for all up but like fun things like that just to remind yourself of when you were younger and times that you wish that you that you had the accessibilities that you do like mm-hmm. to be happy like understand things like i um i try to relive like a lot of things when i was younger um uh, just to put myself in that happy mood again it's yeah. like it's like i got my own bills now it's like they're all the way it's like put on your show or a movie star wars or uh, yeah buddy or, yeah like, but that all those things or, yeah. right, <laughs> like, they bring you to something though those things bring you back like, yeah favorite shows like re- those comfort re-runs. shows re-runs. yeah mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting to hear that man we've talked a few times about like mental health and the steps to take that you know that can clear somebody's mind and you know i think a lot of people even like if they were to hear your story they would hear like man, this, you know, Daniel guy went through so much and can still find like happiness, almost anything. Right. And you, you know, the fact that you've stayed strong minded, never let the leg impede you, you, you kept pushing forward and not to mention, you're still always trying to improve at 28 at about, and we'll be go back to the learning thing. I think it's so, I think it's so important, dude. I think it's so important and you can grab inspiration from, Man, we've mentioned various different people now yeah. just talking in the last fucking hour and a half. It's been a great time, man, talking about, with you guys about this. I I also I want to talk about um your uh amped for life yes. stuff. I want yes. we talked a little bit out there, but I really want you to get that. If you want, yeah, you can just yeah, put that down, brother. I really want you to talk about that. I think that's important. So when I had my amputation, I was sitting there I'm like, when I get out of this bed, I'm going to have a shirt that's going to say amped for life. And right then and there, you thought that bam, boom done. Okay, that's what it's gonna be called. I was telling my buddies, so I'm gonna need help with this one, guys. Like, we're gonna have to get. I said, I gotta get my cousin Robert to draw me. Uh, he's a really good drawer. So I'm like, boom, I got a good buddy to help me for the team. I need another guy to help me promote me myself into that gear to be like, this is what you do. This is how you like the goals of what I want to hit. And then. I just seen the bigger picture of the t-shirt, the name. And I was like, if I raise money through this shirt, I'll get a running leg brace for myself to run through charities, to raise money, to get multiple leg braces for other people. Hmm. That's a big thing. Cause it would show me just giving off one, one shot to multiple people. At least I hope I can get like five, five braces 
with this or even right. more, or 5,000. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's go for that. But the so, goal is like, cause it's helped you through your life. Yes. Now you want to be promoting and helping raise money and stuff. I yep. think that's really important. Yes. And doing this, uh, putting on, it's like, that just reminds me in that, in that moment where I was sitting in that bed, it's like, I'm not sitting in that bed anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. Like I'm actually like doing the, the second gear again through the, getting through those gears and just, uh, living, uh, my dream. It's like right. that ADHD, uh, channel that was on one number 11 TV yeah. up in my head. That was a good one. So <laughs> it's like, I'm glad that I got a hold of that one. It's just, that must've been a crazy feeling for you to be in that bed. And then when you finally did do your first show to realize you weren't in that bed anymore, that was a big, I couldn't yeah, imagine I that. Was sweating. I was standing up there and I was like, I even told Soko like from the fog, humble John. He's like, he's like, you want a chair? Oh, like just in case if I do fall back. <laughs> so like I, I did, I did like I, uh, I would do one song sitting down and I would do the second song standing up and everybody would be like, whoa, he's standing up. Like, that's so cool. Or like, I would do it just for the solos. Yeah. Right. That's when I was getting better at like, it's like just like right there. And then I would sit down and I would start singing at the microphone again. And that's when I kept getting better up, down, down, up, down, mm. up, down, just random stuff, throw random stuff at myself. And that's what made me get better at myself. Um, like that's what I said. I was going to get the amputation to throw that at me. I- I've already been through so much and they're like, Oh, you'll have grief and depression. I was like, I already got grief and depression right now. And I'm going to have that, but right. I already have happiness though as well. Mm-hmm. And I can mix that as well too just give me a chance and i'm sure some days will be different so can i just ask like what was their thought at all for that where you already had 19 surgeries like their with their thought process was just like we're gonna keep we're just gonna keep doing this yep Yep, that was they're just gonna keep cutting my leg open and stuff and then when that doctor finally told you that like eventually it will like we'll have to cut it off completely you were just like why are you not doing this now yeah i just said right to him i just i uh I said, I have to talk to somebody about getting an amputation. And they were like, well, there's Brock. He met you when you were uh, six. Pardon? I was like, he met me when I was six? And he's like, yeah. It's like, okay. So I met him. He's like, oh, my gosh, Daniel. Like, you're so much. Like, it's good to see you. Like, you're 26 at the time. And you just see me. He's like, yeah, this is going to be good. Like, you're already fit. It's like 20 years later. Yeah, so. Yeah. It was booming at that time, and that's when I had to show him like what I had to do, like what I wanted to do. I said I'm playing on the stage. Well, I want to hold my guitar freely, bring my own gear in, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, that's when I uh, was told like the approval was, yeah, you're gonna be good for that, and and that's when I gave him like my dance moves. I little dance moves. Like, yeah, I can. I could boogie a little bit. <laughs> I, go to, I go to karaoke and do a little. Hell bit. yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking YMCA, right. YMCA, you know. <laughs> Fucking right, man. Cool in the gang. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, man. So then, where do you, in five years, where would you like to see the Ant for Life stuff? I would like to see multiple people wearing it and running in a marathon with me. Right. Like, be like, yo, I got five people on this side. Me and the crew. Five people on this side. And then me right in the middle. Just like our hands up and like maybe a photo of us like going through like a ribbon. Mm-hmm. Just like that'd be sweet. 
That'd be and, cool, yeah. And then, like, and then, like, you throwing, like, a piece of pie at my face. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you laughing. At me. <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoying it. Just enjoying the moments. Enjoying the moments. <laughs> Ruining your biggest accomplishment. And then, one, and then one back at you. <laughs> Everyone can get pie in the face. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Five years. Yeah. So it better be, like, apple pie or something. Because I like apple pie. Who Fucking my man. <laughs> Fuck my man. This man talks pretty highly about apple I'm pie. The, that's my favorite dessert. <laughs> apple pie is my favorite dessert. Um, but I, I'd like to... Um, when I was sitting there with my role-play in my head, I was... A guy... Um, a guy just sitting there with his amputee, like... With a, a mug that says "amped for life," maybe a pen too, or not the pen, uh, maybe the mouse pad, right? Ooh. And like the background of the, like of his wallpaper of his PC, and like maybe like a little poster on the wall, like a whole room full of that stuff of "amped for life" and a shirt and maybe a hat too as well. Yeah, like a full guy just decked out with "amped for life." Right. Geared the like, fuck yeah. up. And like maybe the car too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, why not? It could be me. It could yeah, be, uh, yeah. Is, Someone wants majority. to make me a yeah. car with a decal. <laughs> <laughs> one day, actually, um, it's it's actually that whole thing. That's what I wanted to do for myself, and then I wanted to replicate it to other people. Right. I'd be like, this could be like, um, a bigger picture. It'd be like when you look at that, it's like that's what you are, and you know that you are amped. Like, right. And that's for life. the reason, yeah, for life, and that's the reason why you took that that chance for yourself, and just to remind you that someone else did, and that's why that little name tag "Amped for Life" is in your room, mm-hmm. and you're looking at it, be like, dude, that guy went through the same thing as me. Right. We're both rocking, and you wear it on your sleeve. Yeah. You know, you wear that shit on your sleeve, that and guy fucking might make something of his right. own. He might make a amputee uh, company of his own self, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, hey, Daniel, I, I'm starting a fundraiser too. I would like to put your amped for life with my um, amputation company too as well. Right. I'd be like, dude, let's get a hold of the war amps now. Yeah. Let's get us together on board with those guys. And then maybe make music commercials like, mm-hmm. um, and uh, mash the music, like my music with the reality of what's going on here. Right. It, it's just back to back. It's never, it's never ending. It's, it's just how you want to do it. Nike, do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> well, especially it's yours, and you do get to do what you want with it. You know what I mean? Like, it's your brand. Like, this is what you get to do. Yeah. You're going to start an Instagram page and stuff for it? Or? Yes. Uh, soon I'll be having a full release. I have a bunch of people that just bought a, a good a good amount of T-shirts, and I have a bunch of photos of them. So I'd like to post all of them on the page and right. get that going. I'm just learning how to um, learn uh, how to work the, the websites. I yeah, I'm all new to that stuff though. If you want to do songs, I'm all about that. But <laughs> this other thing is a fucking brand new adventure, bro. Well, the other but, things yeah, now you're learning and it. Now I'm learning it, and it's becoming a big passion for myself. And it's just like showing myself what I can do, and and the people I'm I'm meeting too. They uh, they're even suggesting like, yeah, like let's get this up there, get you a professional like business page, and put trademarks and stuff like that. This is something for everybody that wants to do, and this is how you do it if you want to make it in the game. So right. I'll, I'll uh, learn what the rules are for a little bit, and as I go, I want to make some songs and uh, get these shirts out there, and I want to get a running leg brace. Um, and hopefully I can get like involved with the, the Terry Fox event that we do in Tecumseh, Ontario. Um, we do... Uh, 
I think it's 10, 10 kilometers. Yeah. It's like two laps around Tecumseh. And Are you training for anything like that right now? Uh, well, I'm training for not getting heat soaked. Right. And I'm training for balance. My back, it's horrible. Um, it's sciatic. Uh, my hips go an inch and a half off like every four days. I have to go see a chiropractor like three times a month. It's horrible. Ooh. But like I, uh, when like those videos that I have of me like taking action, like that's my gun just shooting off and like I could be burnt out. Like I could look like Superman on there. Yeah. And then I'll be like burnt out after. Right. But then that will remind me to go back to that. It's like mm. the train harder and that's what I'm training for. Basically. Right. Yeah. He's training to beat that guy that I just posted from. That's right. Uh, from a couple of days ago. That's it's such just, a good it's point. Yeah. Just me fighting me, kicking my own ass. Hmm. Nobody else. That's it. <laughs> so, dude, I really hope people look at that and like they see stuff. They gotta. I hope they get something thing. from that, man. Yeah. I really do. The first video was like, "Yo, that's me," like with the leg. And the first thing was watching other people with the leg. I was like, "That's gonna be me. That's gonna be me." It's like, no, that's me. That actually is me now. Hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm in those shoes. The one, <laughs> yeah. the one foot. Yeah, I'm saving money on socks though. Yeah, so. <laughs> is that thing you can do? I guess you yeah. can buy a pair. And then just, oh, anyway, yeah. so I don't know why that was my mind went off. Just one sock on the one foot. That makes sense. Yeah, so, it's great. I love it. It's easy to put on though. It's a sock. It just folds inside out. Right. And um, it's a rubber sock with one well, li- like a liner that goes across for the suction, and. Uh, when I hop into it, I put soap right around the sock, hop into it, slip in. Then I put a plug, tighten the plug. Then I uh, take the, uh, there's a uh, couple cables that wrap around it. And that tightens it when I turn the, the wheel. And it locks in place when I, when I pull out, that unlocks it. And then when I push in, that locks it. And then turn, that tighten it. Hmm. That just goes around the whole leg. It makes like the um, makes it more comfortable. It just holds it all in balance. Then I get up and then I just check the alignment of my foot and make sure that they're all sitting perfect. And I'll know instant if it's if it's wrong. Like I'll just be like, "Oh my god, my back!" Like a couple steps, I'll be like, "Oh, like my back." <laughs> yeah. It's like getting old. <laughs> like it's like that's horrible. It's like, dude. It's like so. I have to make sure that my feet are perfect. When that is like set up, I'm gone. Like that's it. Gone, dude. Gone. Day started. You won't even see me. <laughs> gone. Like where's Brenner? <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, I just love biking though too. You like biking, or me? do you like running better? I uh, like for cardio for me. Um, I like the stair mill. I've always liked the step mill. Um, it was weird working out for me. Like I found it at a weird time in my life. It was like I was doing a whole bunch of nonsense shit. But like <laughs> I was, I was doing a whole bunch of nonsense shit at the time. But it's like once I found working out, I think it ground me way better. And I think like being around the same people who were kind of like I, I've always thought as the gym as everyone's on the same page. You know what I mean? I've always thought everyone's on the same page and they're all positive like my people and. I think uh, I think one of the biggest downfalls ever was like closing down gyms. I thought that I thought fucked a lot with a yeah. lot of people's mental health. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, 
I just, I just really think it's important. I just really do. There's a lot of, you know, mental health at an all time high. And I think, uh, we need, I think like you said, like having you come on here and we've had, we've had various different people come on here and talk about mental health. And, you know, we, we, we had a guy, Tyler Ferreira come on and he was like one of the first guys that's ever brought up mental health. Like when we first did the podcast, he was like actually the first guest that was like bringing it up as like an issue. And like, you know, I don't think, I think this is the way to do it. And, find hobbies and find things you like and i really think like when i started doing looking at things like that i think things changed for me and i think it's so easy to see um the bad in it a lot that you could get lost in that yeah and i think it's the fact that you could come on here and like talk with like-minded people who've been through various different things and that do share their experiences i think that goes a long way yes i feel like it's like uh it's like two lighters one's already lit Mm-hmm. And the other one's not lit; it's wet. Right. And you just take that lighter. It's trying to talk. This one's talking about what we should be doing. Right. Get across to be lighting. Mm-hmm. And you just take this lighter, and once it gets lit, it has actually a chance to open up a door. And mm-hmm. have you ever heard of yeah, the? Um, a, have you ever heard the saying that motivation's the spark, but discipline's the fuel? Hey, it's like, I think I look at look, look at it as that. That's it. That's exactly what's going on there. Mm-hmm. That's a big. Yeah. I. uh it's been a, it's been a, a good adventure because talking to certain people like uh, that maybe can uh, relate to me or not even relate what's the best, like nobody like somebody that could. A lot of people haven't that, gone through exactly, what you've gone through, that's man. That's the best, like, because then I can learn how to be like that, like a little bit different. It's like learn from mm-hmm. chilling, just chill. <laughs> it's like it's like not everything's so traumatic. It's like. <laughs> and it's a good thing it's like mm-hmm. it's like man it's like it's all over like that stuff is long gone it's yeah. like you can just chill it's like but then i feel like from where i've been like from so much stuff being happening to me i feel like i have to do so much more right well <laughs> forgive me if, forgive me if this i don't know it sounds wrong but I'm sorry for what happened to you and your loved ones but from from that event you've You've obviously grown into a light. Like even just knowing you for an hour and forty five minutes right here, <laughs> you've brightened my fucking day. I've loved meeting you, oh, and it was like, you, it's just, just hearing you talk. I can tell that you, you've grown into a, a, a decent man. You know, thanks, brother. You express yourself well. Thanks, and obviously, your education has helped. Thanks, brother. It's just, it's nice to meet someone who, generally has a love for life, and is easily able to express it. This book never ends. <laughs> Yeah. For real, I'd like to see like in twenty years, like it'd be like what we have to say, like yeah, you know, like I hope that chance can come. Like I hope, uh, you know, you're throwing an apple pie in my face or something. <laughs> <laughs> All my buddies with the shirts, so. whatever you want, yeah, man. man. We'll make that shit happen, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free after oh, this man. until like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, man. Daniel, man, yeah, I really, yeah. uh, it's yeah. been one hell of a conversation we've had today. I really hope that someone actually takes something out of here. And listens to your story seriously, man. Like, it's been one hell of a day, like just day, just an hour, and like yeah. you said, a half talking to you. And you know, I uh, I really do wish nothing but the best for your brand and your yeah. future endeavors with music and stuff. I would actually like you if you can play one last thing before play, we wrap this up. Also, if you could just shout out where we can listen to you. Yeah, put everything find out. Find me on YouTube. That's one you can find uh, Daniel Richard Renner. I got a couple uh, videos on there, a couple covers, a couple originals. And I'm hiding a lot, though. So there's going to be more coming. I just want to 
make sure I get those things like down flat and mm-hmm. be like, okay, now you, now somebody else needs to hear that because there's there's songs I feel like uh, if you hold them for too long, it's not good because there's someone else that out there that needs those songs. Yeah, and that's what I'm learning. It's not. Don't be so selfish. Like music like, ain't yeah, all for you, like, bro. Like, give it to the people. Like, <laughs> the people want it. Get what they want. Yeah, let's have a little fun. Um, <clears throat> before you start, before yeah, you start, yeah. do you also have a positive message out there that you want to put out to anybody? Keep on living. Yeah. This one's called Keep on Living. There you go. <laughs> that was good. That was a good That's transition, good. bro. That was smooth. Test, test, test. I just want to see you live your life in a life. I just want to see you do better. I just want to see you live your life in a life. If it don't work out, try to don't go. Cause oh, like it's so hard on me. Mm, I said it, I gotta try. I don't let it bother me I'll just keep on living Daniel Richard Brenner, everybody. Goodbye. God bless.